This is Donna Peters back for season four of the award-winning Me Sweet podcast. Here we continue to shine a mic on career-driven, life-minded professionals, sharing our wins and our warts as we cultivate the role we want work to play in our lives. Putting work to work for us, as I like to say, let's get in there. On today's episode of the Me Suite, I am joined by Chris McManus. He is a senior leader who has had accountability for the careers of thousands and thousands of people from age 21 to 61 and billions and billions of dollars in revenue. And today, we are going to orient this conversation around the hottest topic called the Great Resignation and specifically the role that leaders need to be playing at this time. Welcome, Chris McManus, to the Me Suite. Oh, Donna, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. I have a couple of fun questions for you, Chris. Okay. Uh, I think the answer is yes or no. Okay. Okay. The first one is you are an Army veteran, correct? Yes, I am. You are a dad of three boys? I am. You were a cheerleader in college? Yes, I was. Yes. You were a soccer star? Star is a stretch, but I did play in college as well, yes. Okay. And you have a, what I'm going to call a professional level golf handicap? I have the opportunity to play (laughs) and I enjoy it very much. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. So the reason I wanted to pick you, select you for the topic of great resignation, I read about great reflection, great reassessment in the news all the time now. And when I hear those words, I think about moments I had an opportunity, a need for great reassessment, great reflection. And I had the privilege of going to a safe harbor to have my tough conversations. I call it a safe harbor, having my best interests in mind, really a fair, balanced feedback giver. And that person was you. Well, that's very kind of you to say, Donna. So I want to riff on this topic with you. But before we do that, we're going to start where we always start in the me suite, which is with core values. What are your core values and how do they drive decisions that you make? I think that's a great question. And I think that's really kind of reflective of who we are as an individual. For me, you know, a lot of people come up with like one word, but I think one word or two words, they don't, there needs to be a so what to them. So I Uh. I would say respect, but respect with appreciation. Because you don't have to like everything, but you have to appreciate the situation, I think a little bit. I would say loyalty, but it's one thing to be loyal, but if you're not loyal without support, Uh it, it doesn't really work creativity, Mm -hmm. but creativity requires action. You can be as creative as you want, but if you don't do anything with it, you know, it, uh, it, it doesn't mature. It doesn't come to life. And, you know, lastly, I would kind of go with kind of thoughtful courage. Oh, you know, it's one thing to be courageous, but if, (laughs) if you don't do it with a modicum of, of appreciation, understanding of what, what the implications are, it it can get you in a little bit of trouble, but those are kind of the things that I think about and how I try to act and carry on as I, yeah. as I go forward in life. I love this list. It's, it's you're showing the, the great value, but it comes with great responsibility. I love the flip side. Nobody in the me suite has ever done that, Chris well, McManus. I'm glad I was able to change the game a little bit. <laughs> I love it. So Chris, I've been making a list of what I'll call favorite Chris McManus quotations. They are things you either said to me in these moments when I needed advice and coaching or I've heard you say them to other people that you were mentoring at these critical moments in their career. Okay. Okay. So let me take them in chunks. Okay. And I want to see if you see yourself in this mirror. All right. All right. All right. So my first chunk is around the following. The first one is, 
if that's what you want to do, you don't have to leave this company to do that. Okay. And another one is, well, have you ever thought about doing X, Y, Z? All right. All right. And those are more in the spirit of, I think, that core value you mentioned around creativity. True. Yeah. What do you think about those? Well, you know, Donna, I think what's really, really important is we all have business goals and things that we're trying to attain. But in the ultimate end, if you go all the way to the bottom of the pile, it's the individual that matters. Yeah. And and if we can get the individual to be where they are, do what they want to do, excel at those things. Yeah. It's going to bubble up and, and, and we're all going to be successful for it. Now, that takes a little bit of patience and a little bit of effort because, frankly, you have to be oriented on them, yeah. not on you and the business. Right. And what I mean by that is some of the decisions they're going to make when you ask them these hard questions are going to be to leave your organization or your team or do something else. And those are hard. Yeah. But, I, but I have to tell you, in the end, I, I've never seen it not work out. Oh. Like. We're able to either get new people or add new people or cover up, but they're able to grow and expand and either go on to do something else or frankly, come back a better and differentiated person. So it is really, really important, especially given the great resignation that we're on that individual's agenda and not so much on our agenda. Because if we can help them succeed, ultimately we will succeed. Yeah. And what I always found was just in your DNA was you created what I called earlier a safe harbor where people felt they could come and share with you, I'm stuck, or I want more, or I got a headhunter phone call that sounded really, really attractive. And we felt we could share that with you without you judging it and trying to talk us out of something. You just immediately opened up a sea of possibilities and said, well, let's talk about the pros and cons of all these things. But I'm, I'm wanting you to share with us tips that we other leaders can learn from you about how do you create that safe environment for those transparent conversations where you're not going to be the winner all the time? Well, you know, it, it's, am I not the winner though? Because okay. here's, the, here's the thing. I, I think if, if I can take care, I've always grown up under the tenant. If I take care of the people that work with me and around me, yeah. they will ultimately take care of me. Okay. So, you know, I think it's really, really important to be on as I said, their agenda yeah. as opposed to your agenda. Yeah. And if you listen, it allows you that chance to be creative. It allows mm-hmm. them a chance to open up and, and see the possibilities. And sometimes that's all it is. Yeah. Sometimes people just want to be heard, yeah. right? And then, and then they feel comfortable and then they're willing to be creative. And that's the trust factor, which is another big thing, I think, in today's environment, more so than any other time. Mm-hmm. You don't just work for a company or work for even just for a person. You work for a, a situation that you have to trust, feel safe, and have an opportunity to be yourself in your very best way. And that's not always according to a textbook or a plan that someone has. Yeah. And we have to feel honest enough to to find that path for them and reward that path for them. Yeah. Because ultimately, if managed properly, it will help everybody in the long run. Yeah. So those examples I just gave are maybe from a mindset of a person that might be thinking they've got one foot out the door Mm -hmm. or they might want to explore something else that might be external. But a couple of other areas that are more in the spirit of the positive, glass half full side is, what do you want to do? I would hear you ask that question all the time with emphasis on Y-O-U. What do you want to do? So 
share with us a little bit about that and how you use it to learn your team so that you can help marshal their careers. Well, I think that's the, that's the important part. You can't be successful unless you understand the strengths mm-hmm. and, and challenges. I like to concentrate on the strengths, to be honest, yeah. uh, of, of the team that you have. Yeah. Um, and you got to want to know where they're going, what they're trying to do, because if you can help them do that, they're going to grow. They're going to get better. They're going to get stronger. And you're going to be able to leverage that for their benefit and, and potentially for yours. And, yeah. you know, the goal I have always found is to, to not be selfish. Okay. Right. If you can genuinely find success for uh-huh. others, yeah, then you can parlay that success for them into greater success for the team, for you as an organization, and where you go. And you know, in the in the world of consulting, where you and I came from, mm-hmm. our job is to make other people successful. That's mm-hmm. our job. And I think if you look at that as a as a business opportunity, when again you distill it to its to its core it's making the individual successful whether they're your client or your teammate and understanding where somebody wants to go is just a fundamental human situation and yeah. if you can find that and understand that and help them get there then it creates a bond yeah. frankly that is very different and 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 it's personal it's not transactional which a lot of jobs are transactional yeah. and in this new world it's all personal yeah at the same time, though, you have a sixth sense of knowing what is the next role or next development opportunity that a person needs to progress their career. And they may not have been able to come to you and say, I want this thing, because they wouldn't have known, A, that they needed it, or B, how to ask for it. So how do you, when you know someone needs that next development area, maybe or maybe not her name is Donna. Um, (laughs) How do you then weave that into the conversations of helping people understand where they next should go, next should grow, because you have their career goals in mind? Sure. You know, Donna, I've been accused of being brutally honest in Mm. the past. Um, and, And I think that transparency is really important. Okay. And I think it's also the responsibility of a leader, regardless of level, to assess the situation, mm-hmm. see the opportunities, and help create them for the people around them, you know, yeah. whether it's a business opportunity or personal opportunity. And sometimes people don't know or don't believe that they can do something. Mm-hmm. And that's where we, you and I had a lot of conversations about truly believing you could do this. Yeah. I knew it, others knew it. Person who didn't know it was you. Yeah. So sometimes, you have to shove people, you know, out of the nest, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, support them. Yeah. We talked about that. You, you know, you, you've really got to position them for success. Yeah. And then once you do it, it's ama- it, they just explode with possibility. And, and that's mm-hmm. what, again, what I have found, what I have learned. And I was, had some great mentors, whether it was through college athletics, mm. whether it was through my time in the service uh, and early in my career, yeah. you know, that we've been doing that some people saw opportunity for me. And I, I sometimes, I didn't know that I had the skill or I didn't know that I had the, the chops or the experience, but I knew that they believed in me. Yeah. And if they believed in me, then why shouldn't I believe in me? Yeah. And I took the leap. Yeah. And so I found that it kind of worked for me. And mm-hmm. now what works for me isn't always work for someone else. But in this instance, I really think when, when people want to leave a company, yeah, it's usually because they can't see where they're the possibility, what's the future? Where am I going? And something else is new and exciting and different. Right. And somebody can paint a picture for you for the next two or three years. 
why can't we do that every day with the people that we know best? Ah. And so I've worked very hard in my career and in my time to make sure I paint as, you know, a series of opportunities for people. You get to choose. It's your career. Mm-hmm. But boy, I'm, I think there's these things. And then you might say, but Chris, I want to do this. Oh, mm-hmm. hadn't thought of that. Let's talk about that. Or, wow, Chris, I never thought of I could go do that. Yeah. You know, so... I think it's really about helping people look around the corner. You've got experience, you've got insight, both in them and what's going on, and helping position them for success. Yeah. When I mentioned before that you give advice that's in the best interest of the individual, I have heard you say to someone before, wow, you just got that offer at another company. It's amazing. You got to take it. Yeah, you know, some, that's not my favorite answer. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's be really clear. Yeah. But sometimes some opportunities are so great or so transformative mm-hmm. that it's absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. When someone leaves the organization that you're in, when they go to a direct competitor, that's a little harder. But, you know, that that that's, that is business. Um, but sometimes they go to other places and other things where those relationships can continue. Um, there's opportunities for success for both people. But fundamentally, there are just points in time where people are given opportunities mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to tell them it's okay. Yeah. You got to go. Yeah. And they're looking for that reassurance that they haven't ruined something. And, uh. and, and I think genuinely, if you do it with class and style, you, you won't. But sometimes there are just opportunities that are too good to pass up and yeah. you got to go and you got to leap. And yeah. it doesn't mean that you won't come back later or a different person or you won't become you know, a partner in another way. But it's uh, it, it's all about making sure that you're helping people be the best they can be. Yeah, and it goes back to the, your core value of loyalty too. This is a different definition of loyalty. Loyalty doesn't have to mean that you stay where you are at any cost. No, you're loyal not. to the growth of the person. That's I right. think in that example. That's right. So that's awesome. What advice do you have for that person who is thinking about maybe needing to make a move internally or externally, make a change? I would tell you. I think you should have been doing it all along. Okay. Right? Yeah. I think the COVID conundrum Mm -hmm. created this great resignation, this great pause. Yeah. It's a natural phenomenon. It just never all happened at the same time. Yeah. Right? Is really where we found ourselves. Okay. But to be the best you, it's important that you reflect on where you are, where you want to be, what skills you need, how Mm -hmm. you get to tomorrow. So I don't think this is like all of a sudden like, wow, snap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, this is a skill set. This is a life skill yeah. that, that you need to mature, grow, and think about it. You know, when I was in the military, it was always about assess quickly, mm-hmm. make a decision, execute the decision. Okay. Right. Because lives depend on it. Okay. You can't dawdle. And I, and I think it's important for people to do that as we work and as we mm-hmm. go through life. So right now I would tell you, uh, one of my favorite shows on television was the West Wing. Okay. Um, and uh, Martin Sheen, playing President Bartlett, he had a great storyline and a great approach, which was to see the whole field. Okay. And I think a lot of times we stay narrowly in our lane. Mm. And I think it's really, really important if, you're, if you want to find your path is to see the whole field. Yeah. And the whole field could be the opportunities that present themselves. Kind of what's going on in your family? Mm-hmm. What's going on with the company that you're working for? What's going on in your career? Are you happy? Do you wake up every day pretty jazzed to do what you do? Depending on how you answer all those, seeing the whole field will give you a different perspective. Yeah. So that's what I would say. That's where I would start is really stop, 
take a hard look, not just at what you do for work, but all the things that are going on and then start to make some decisions or have some conversations. So get the facts. Yeah. Yeah. And then have some conversations, then make your decision. Okay, so that is the title of the episode. It's See the Whole Field. That could be. I love it because it's in the spirit of options. Options are power. Get the facts. Know your options. That's right. And have someone in your life that will give you the feedback and help you explore those options with your best interests in mind. Absolutely. You know, and it's not always just one person. Okay. Because ultimately, in the end, Mm -hmm. you have to make the call. Okay. So I think it's... You may have one person that is your, quote, trusted advisor, which uh-huh. is great, but you may have a couple, and they're going to have different perspectives. Ultimately, in the end, in yeah. seeing the whole field, you have to weigh all those perspectives. Right. You own the decision. Okay. I'm not making it for you. They're not making it for you. You are. Mm. And you got to own it. Pros, cons, goods, and bads. Yeah. You own it, and then you execute it. Now, look, a lot of people are worried. What if I make the wrong decision? Yeah. What if I fail? Okay, uh-huh. see the whole field, reassess the situation, mm-hmm. make a new decision. Got it. Don't be afraid. If it isn't exactly what you thought it was, reassess, make a new decision. Yeah. You can do it. It's okay. Yeah. I love it. It's uh, one of my mantras. It's a tattoo that I don't yet have, but I think I want to have it. <laughs> um, is uh, uh, run to something, not from something. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't and agree more. This uh, this spirit. I just Couldn't love it. Couldn't agree more. I love it. So what advice do you have for my listeners of things that we could start doing differently on Monday? You know, I think if you take the perspective of the leader, mm-hmm. uh, I think what's really important is you got to make it personal. And by make it personal, I mean, you, you got to reach out. Yeah. You've got to connect. Yeah. You've got to make sure you truly understand where your team is. Mm-hmm. What's going well, what's not. What are they thinking? What's going on in their life? Because I think when you have that whole view Mm -hmm. that see the whole field perspective, you can make better decisions Mm -hmm. and help them make better decisions. So it's this new world. Mm. It's not about your company or your organization or even your team. It's about the individual Mm. and maximizing, you know, what they can do and in turn the results of that for you. So I would say reach out, get personal, make it about you, meaning not you, but them. Right, yeah. Is that how you signal to them that you are a safe harbor to have some of these tough conversations? How do you signal that if that hasn't been your natural style? Do you have any tips for that? You know, I, I think you just got to be honest and you got to put it out there. Yeah. I, I think just as the world changed mm-hmm. in the last 18 to 24 months, I think you're allowed to change as a leader too. Mm-hmm. And I think your perspective it's okay to say, you know, in the past, I've, I've probably been a little myopic or maybe I've been a little, you know, directional or this way, but, yeah. you know, I really want to do better at this and they'll see you're growing too. And that, that yeah. vulnerability allows people to appreciate that, okay, I, all right, I can start to trust this because you're being honest too. I, yeah. I think you are. There are some people who it's, it is their DNA, it is who they have been. It is some people who have not, but it doesn't mean you can't. Yeah, I got it. So Chris, I mentioned earlier, I really can't imagine how many thousands and thousands of careers you've marshaled. Do you have any idea? No, I really don't. Yeah, incalculable yes. is probably the answer. Historically, someone in your position would get a lot of questions about, help me get the next big promotion, the next big title, the next big raise, I want a salary increase, et cetera. Are those themes changing significantly in this last couple of years? Wow, Donna, I, I would tell you absolutely. And yeah. here's the thing. Let, let's be clear. People... 
want to be promoted usually and they and they want to make uh, you know a good mm-hmm. living uh, and those are important but the the breadth of things that people are now considering i think is materially different yeah covid rocks some people's world it's it's about security it's about family mm-hmm. it's about you know maybe being a little closer to home and so those things are are really playing into the conversations certainly that i've had in the last 6 to 12 months mm-hmm. on the careers of the different people that i i get the privilege to work with. And I would tell you that truly understanding what makes you happy, what gets you excited is much more important now mm-hmm. than how much I get paid and what my title is. Yeah. And and we have a lot of people that have made decisions to to leave the organization, to go do things that are very different because they're like, I have enough or I can do enough with this, mm-hmm. but I really want to make an impact or I really want to get excited about this. Now, Make no mistake, we have people that follow the traditional path, and that's great. And they, they want it done a little differently, and they want a little more visibility, a little more excitement, a little more opportunity. But the the range now that we deal with of people wanting change and wanting career progression yeah. is defined very, very differently. Yeah. So if somebody said, uh, Chris McManus, what makes you happy? What would you say? You know, it's it's funny. As I, as I kind of head into the twilight of my career, um, <laughs> It's different. Mm. I, I was a little bit, to be honest, to mm-hmm. chase the title, the dream, mm-hmm. the compensation, and the opportunity. But I did it, I think, for a little bit of a different reason. I was uh, I was challenged by that. That was a goal. Oh, that, okay. was, yeah. that was yeah. something to attain. And as long as I was still having a good time along the way, it, it seemed to work. And for me, it, it, it all lined up. Yeah. But it's funny because now it's not about that. Okay. Um, it is about leaving an impact, mm. making sure the place is better than when I got there. Yeah. And I have, uh, fortunately, responsibility for a lot of people. Uh-huh. And those people are important to me. Mm-hmm. And, and making them successful makes me successful. It's funny. I, I get challenges and problems all day long. Mm-hmm. But when I reflect at the end of the day, what were my best meetings or my best yeah. calls, they're almost always the one-on-one with mm. a different person and talking about your career and where you're going to go and what you're going to do. And I'll give you a perfect example. Today, I had to talk to one of my, one of my best friends and a long-term colleague who, who you know well, and we'll talk about who that was <laughs> later. Today is his last day. Okay. And after in 30 years, and, wow. and I just, I couldn't be more proud because mm-hmm. this person said, look, I've had a good run. I've done great. And I'm excited to do some new things. Yeah. That had really nothing to do with work, but were to make an impact on the world. And I thought, you know, how good for you, mm-hmm. you know? And, 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 and I was so excited for them. And I told them, I said, you know, all the work that you did and all the impact that you made at clients pale in comparison to the impact that you made on the people mm-hmm. that you worked with. And I said, that's your legacy. Okay. And he, and he, this person was very, very pleased and excited mm-hmm. that that's, how it was viewed. And and to me, if I could do half of what they did, I, it, it'll be a good thing. Yeah. I love that story. I, I want to close with uh, a story that pretty much sums you up to me. Uh-oh. Are you ready for it? <laughs> no, ma'am, but we'll give it a whirl. <laughs> and it really does tie all of some of these themes together, uh, just maybe by accident. So you have always been a champion for diversity, equity, and inclusion events. For years and years and years and years. Uh, you are extremely active today. If anybody checks you out on social media, you, you are, you've been supportive for, for all the right reasons and all the right places. And way back when, at the beginning, 
when corporations were really starting to do major investments in DEI initiatives, um, our company was focusing on International Women's Day, a, a global celebration around the world, companies from all over the world getting engaged and still in this event. For two years in a row, I went to International Women's Day celebrations, and you were the only man in the room. Wow, okay. Wow, yeah. And it was a long time ago. It was. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but I use it just to illuminate that it was a long time ago, but that was still part of who you were, showing up for your people, and putting your energy against the things that mattered. So thank you for that. You're very welcome. It made an enormous impression on me. And I want to thank you for helping me see the whole field. And I have a few moments that matter that are hugely pivotal in my career. And you're a common denominator across all of them. So thank you for being you in my life, Chris McManus, and for joining us in the Me Suite. Oh, Donna, like I said, it was an honor. And, and you are a tremendous person and tremendous leader. And I and I... I'm very honored to be here, but I will tell you, I think the listeners are super, oh. super honored to to hear your perspective and your point of view. I, I think it's new. I think it's fresh and I think it's creative. And uh, I enjoy listening as well. And I learn new things along the way when I, when I stop and listen to you, which I always have. Chris McManus, everybody. Thank you for spending time in the Me Suite. If you have ideas for topics you'd like discussed this season, contact me at themesuite.com or on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. And remember, five-star ratings and reviews keep us alive out here. They really do make a difference.